from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Oh, we're recording now. Yeah, yeah. how's it go in here? I, I honestly just, don't know. Are you fucking drunk? Okay, you just like... <laughs> so it's popped in now? It's okay, not, great. It's just like a magnet. Oh. Oh, the magnet's back. Okay. Should I put it on my shirt, you think? I don't have the magnet thing. This thing is metal. This thing... Oh, okay, okay. All right, I got it. Wow. Oh, that really yeah, it is really something. Here's a crime report. How about it for Pat, everybody? Come on. <laughs> Pat's truly one of my weirdest friends. You know, in my country, we go for many goals. <laughs> I've never actually been the victim of a crime. Anybody, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Did Pat already ask that? He did. Have you been the victim of a crime? I mean, I don't want to get into any nasty, horrible, okay. Yeah. Wait, somebody raise their hand back there? I can't see you. Don't, don't raise your hand. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah? What, what happened to you, man? Uh, I was in Chicago. And Chicago. I was broken into, they took the GPS. I'm sorry, you're what? They took the GPS. They broke into the car. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody been murdered? From the finest club on the Upper West Side. New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Welcome to New York City Crime Report. The paper's divided into sections. Local, national news, sports, you know, page six. Uh, my favorite section of the papers, you're going to be surprised, home and garden. Yeah, cause I, just because I haven't done laundry in over a month doesn't mean I don't want to read about flattering chandeliers in every budget. I like the section of the newspaper called Living. This is the living section. If you're dead, don't bother. This is for people who are living. And then you look at it, there's a picture of some fresh vegetables in a woven basket and a lady who runs the local flea market. A publicity photo of some nobody troubadour looking solemnly down at her acoustic guitar. Maybe a smiling child holding a kebab. Geared towards the ladies. Joining me here is Seth Barron, everybody. Seth Barron. Hey, everybody. That's right. I think you got a pretty nice hand there. Sometimes you see the police blotter. You ever read that? Cops cuffed a scoundrel who they say broke into an Emerson Place apartment on April 13th. A baddie tried to break into an elderly woman's Willoughby Avenue apartment on April 11th. The sneak drilled a hole into the 88-year-old woman's door. Sometime between 9.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Hard to nail this kind of shit down. Cops cuffed a guy for hurling a jar of pasta sauce at a man on St. Edward Street. And the suspect and the victim got into an argument. He chucked a glass jar of ragu at the victim in the head. Now the police blotter, there's thousands of these dumb crimes. Not dramatic, but a reminder that crime touches it all. Everybody. And not just in some mysterious theoretical, uh, like, uh, you know, the butterfly effect way, you know, or like the wind chill factor, or the heat index. It, it's in a real way. Crime is a constant. It really is a constant set. Like, say, as long as there's people who, through no fault of their own, have less than other people, and as long as some of those people are unscrupulous and possibly embittered, and as long as... As long as people who seemingly have it all fail to conceal it from all those unscrupulous poor people. No, for real, Pat, on the you way can't over end here, it. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. no, go ahead. On the way over here, I saw this lady, you know, uh, sometimes somebody has an afro and they say they have an afro picture in their hair. Yeah. I swear to God, this lady, I saw the same thing she did. It's a plastic fork. A plastic fork? <laughs> yeah, it seems kind of sad, but you know, I mean, Hey, no, there's nothing wrong with a plastic fork. She's sending a message, you know? She's saying, this hair is to go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, uh, we have breaking news. An, an enraged FedEx worker stabbed another guy uh, just feet away from the Empire State Building. That's so, today. Today, right? today, this happened today. Which means no jokes yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted you guys to know. <laughs> uh, we'll so, work on that. Yeah, we'll work on that one. Uh, you'll you'll hear it in the near future. I'm sure. No, it's, his name is Madrak uh, Taekwon Bailey. That's my mother's maiden name, actually. Madrak. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-two years old, allegedly attacked Jack Gindy, 
who also works in the area. Anybody know either of these guys? Oh, good. So fuck them, right? <laughs> no big deal. Uh, it's too bad. The guy got ripped open. I mean, he really got cut. The guy was bleeding a lot. This is a witness. His whole stomach was cut open, said a worker selling tickets to the Empire State Building. Well, they must pray for some shit like this to happen. You know, they're selling tickets all day, and then finally one of these people gets cut. Yeah, I mean, the line's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, you have to stand and stand. And plus, right here at the beginning of busy season, you know. Uh, I, uh, the guy says, I saw when the ambulance got here, they lifted his shirt. I thought he was shot because it was a wound in the front and in the back. Damn. Wow. He's, and then he added, it must have been a big knife. <laughs> Either that or he had a really strong arm. Yeah. And, and a grudge. It said that they had a, uh, they kind of had a long-standing dispute, these two guys. Did they really? Yeah, there was some kind of beef. I don't know what it was. Yeah. And see, I wish they, that's the kind of thing... It says it's not immediately clear what the feud was about. I wish they would be a little more specific about these things. Yeah, or speculative. Yeah. (laughs) You don't know what it is? Make something up. Sure. Yeah. That's Um, what we do. Yeah, sure. Well, you have to sometimes because, like, if they're not going to tell you, it's our job as journalists to to tell a story. Like, uh, like I'd ever do anything to compromise my integrity as a journalist. And uh, if I have to lie to avoid that, I will, you know. Uh, Gindy was, he was taken to NYC Health and Hospitals, Bellevue. Uh-oh. Not expected to die. So that's, so I guess that's good, right? A non-fatal attack. And no, don't worry about that. Uh, also breaking news, uh, New York State may soon ban plastic bags. Yeah. All right. Okay, great. <laughs> More stabbing coming right up. <laughs> A Bronx man, this is up in the Boogie D, shot dead outside his girlfriend's bedroom Sunday night. And it was not her that did it, apparently. It wasn't her dad or boyfriend? I think it was probably this guy's drug dealer or drug dealing associate. Uh, Uh, Orlando Concepcion. It's always like one of four people, one of four categories. Yeah, it would be uh, dad, boyfriend, drug dealer, or drug dealing associate. Yeah, husband. Or husband. Ex-husband. Usually the husband did it. Right. And if he didn't do it, the ex-husband did it. Right. And sometimes there'll be like a stepkid involved. Maybe he did it. Or his ex-wife. Or his ex-wife. A lot of times it's family. A lot of family disputes, you know how they can be. Maybe you guys have a family. <laughs> you ever use mace? Uh, no, I, I got some. We're gonna have, you have some on you, good. We're going to have a demonstration tonight. <laughs> what mace actually does so I'm gonna need somebody to work themselves into a rage Uh, if you have PCP take it at this time and uh, you know we want to test the effects you know because you know people talk a lot about the cops and they're all wrong you know what I mean Uh, like uh, people talk about how bad the police are the police aren't bad there's like what 30,000 cops in the city five of five of them are bad and all of them are here tonight So, Welcome. no one is <laughs> to be harassed. Uh, yeah, no, I, it's ridiculous because sometimes you, you know, they, they say, well, they shouldn't have shot him. Why didn't they shoot him in the arm? Why didn't they shoot the gun out of his hand? Right. I mean, it's not the fucking Matrix. Anyway, Concepcion dead. He was visiting his girlfriend in the Melrose houses on Morris Avenue near East 153rd Street in Concourse Village. Well, we all know exactly where that is. Am I right? Yeah. We all, we all know what the Morris houses can be like on a Saturday night. Am I right, everybody? Yeah, yeah we all hang out in the Bronx. That's the Melrose house. Oh, excuse me, the Melrose house is on Morris Avenue. Yeah. Sometimes I get it mixed up. Sure. Concourse Village. Uh, now, Concepcion, there was a knock at the door, and so uh, a knock at the bedroom door. He answered it. He closed the door behind him while his girlfriend, 18, see, he's 25, he's banging an 18-year-old. Uh-huh. Might have something to do with it. Yeah, good for him. Why not? That's a good seven years, you know? I mean, like, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bang an 18-year-old now with your dick. Too old? What? Too old? <laughs> They're really over the hill at 18. All legal. What's the thrill? A year past their prime. Uh, so, uh, yeah, moments later, she heard a shot and found her bow. <clears throat> Her bow, very romantic usage there by the poster. Sure, sure. Wounded in the head. 
and uh, cops are investigating them. They are looking. We got several detectives on that, dusting for fingerprints and gathering evidence and whatnot. So they want to get to the bottom of that shit. The death of Concepcion, Orlando Concepcion, 25. Uh, this is so nice to have. We have a very special guest here tonight. We have a lot of stand-up here tonight. We have uh, also this shit. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> hey. And your voices are all being recorded right now. So uh, you'll be, uh, well, I mean, uh, mine's primarily being recorded. Seth mine, is, mine a little bit. Yeah, and, so, and you guys, so far, not very much at all. Uh, but uh, yeah. we'll get the energy level up uh, once we say a bunch of funny shit in a row, I'm sure. Uh, you know, it's, it's a mutualistic kind of thing. We have a very special guest here tonight running for state senate. What? A, a candidate for state senate. Are you kidding me? Hillary Clinton's here? <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she canceled, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, she had a, yeah. Yes, lock her up indeed. Lock her up in a jail. Put her in jail. This is the most satanic audience has ever been in the room. They're like, <laughs> they're gonna have to do a, a like a like a what do you call it, an exorcism when we leave. Uh, this is a, normally a Upper West Side, you know, very liberal kind of an audience. Sure. I've, I've noticed not, that. Not tonight. No, not tonight. It doesn't seem to be. She might be. I don't know. Are you a liberal person? No. It's okay. No one will attack you. I promise. It's fine. We're nice. Uh, no, yeah. It's not like we're we're not animals. We're uh, you know individuals. Okay. So uh, <laughs> well, what I'm going to do now is I can't believe she's here. Uh, and and she, you you might have also seen her viral video uh, when Mayor De Blasio took off. Remember when he went out of the country? Yeah. To go protest with those fucking people? Yeah, in Germany. To go do communist Antifa shit. Right. Which I think we've all established we're against. Yeah. No? Okay. For it, for it. Okay. Primarily, we're not for Antifa. They're no. violent, terrible people. And, uh, yeah, so, but, but, you know, uh, we, this, this woman just jumped out of her car and gave Mayor de Blasio an earful. Uh, please put your hands together. Uh, Linda Palladino, everybody. <laughs> Vicky Palladino. I always say Linda, but it's Vicky. How do you do? How do you do? So nice to see you. Hey, Seth. Let me how see you right here. Yes, that's right. Vicky, Vicky Palladino is here. Hey, Vicky, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Come I'm fine. Well, I think we're going to let you warm up the show next time. I think so. Because you, uh, you have everything that it takes to be a stand-up comic, I think. you got a lot of personality. That's what I hear, yeah. Yeah. I think you have everything except uh, the willingness to just live on no money. You're absolutely right. Right, yeah, because you can't. You don't get a suit like that Why, by 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 earning twenty five dollars a week. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, so, so uh, what do you what, tell me about the Senate run? This is a state Senate run. That's very very exciting. I can't believe it. I, I feel like I've kind of watched you, you go have. from somebody just harassing the mayor. That's what I'm saying. You've watched you me grow and blossom. Right. Into this. I'm, yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it to see, good. I'd love to see you harassing the mayor some more, but I'm uh, and I'm sure you will be. Oh my God, yeah. So, uh, so when it, I mean, I got to tell you, I don't know that I've ever voted in a state senate election. I'm sure you have, Seth. Oh, me, sure. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. <laughs> now, uh, how does that work? You go and check a box, right? Yeah, like you usually do. Okay, and like you usually do. You and the reason I fill in the little red dot. Fill in the dot, and you're good. The reason I'm not writing it down is because I know we're recording it, so I can do oh, this well, later. Oh, because you can just play it back. No, I'll be back more before November, so don't worry. Oh, it's in November. Oh shit, what am I worried about? Okay, we're fine. So, uh, uh, Vicky Palladino, you're running on the Republican ticket. I'm running on the Republican ticket, District 11. Queens, New York, everybody. Queens. So, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me clear something up. I have not yet. Oh, here, here goes Pat. Uh, <laughs> Take it away, Vic. I know All the right. wind up with her. <laughs> I have not yet secured the Republican line yet. Oh, they no. have decided in their infinite wisdom to um, primary me. So, yeah, boo indeed. So I wish the guy the best of luck because 
No holes barred, it's jugular time. So Vicki, who's, uh, who's the incumbent senator in this district? Uh, I will be running Jean against, Orr. as it stands right now, Tony Avella. Oh, you're running, okay. However, okay. wait, wait, wait. Uh, yeah, exactly, boo, 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 let's hear it. Okay, boo. I, I'm not a fan of Tony Avella. No, nobody is. Anyway, he's a do-nothing IDC Democrat, which there is no more, there's no such thing right. as an IDC anymore. Right. So, rumor has it, like there's a lot of rumors floating around, but um, rumor has it that he's going to be primaried against John Dwayne, who is oh, the right. Working Families Party candidate. Oh, the okay. Communist so Party. The, the Communist Party. So what, what you got going on here is Democrat versus Democrat and explosion. So let them implode because we don't want them in the Senate. It's the only body of government we got left that's got any sanity to it at all. And um, otherwise, we go strictly California and LA and San Francisco, folks. And that's we all just it. turn gay. We, that's, 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 that's nothing to do with gender. It's nothing to do with gender. It's got, it's got, what's that? It's got everything to do with the uh, way of life. And, yeah. yeah. It's a sanctuary state bullshit. Sanctuary yeah. state, sanctuary city, DACA kids, illegals being allowed to vote, illegals be given this, that, and the other thing while everybody here works their asses off for everything that they've got. And call it out like it is. People job. You're going to be just coughing up more tax money to your state and your local government. And there you go. You vote for, you vote for Vicky Palladino, you might not have to blow anybody, guys. <laughs> you might get away with that. Yeah. By the way, I have, I've, I've had blowjobs on the East Coast. I've had blowjobs on the West Coast. <laughs> and they're very, no, I'm sorry to be vulgar, but. No, that's okay. You, you can't. They're very, they're very different. They're yeah. very different. Are they? Yeah. East side well, girls I'll tell you. Versus West Side girls, uptown versus downtown girls. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's the Wait, hold on. I have a uptown question. She wants to know what the difference is. Uh, and she detected a setup. Uh, <laughs> That's my sister. She's brilliant, by the way. I'll tell you what the difference is. A, a, a California blowjob is just like a New York City blowjob, except it comes with a, a slice of avocado. <laughs> <laughs> That, that, that was worth going back for, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, Pat, what's the difference between a blowjob in Western Queens, where you used to live, and Eastern Queens, where Vicky lives? Oh, gee, I, I don't know. You were from Western Queens? Uh, well, I did briefly. Where did you grow up? Where? Well, I grew up, uh, well, I didn't grow up there. Okay. I, I went there when I ran out of money, and uh, I got some roommates, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, this will all be in my memoirs, but uh, did you... <laughs> what's the difference? In, in, in the blowjobs. Western Queens, they, 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 they don't talk while they're doing <laughs> you mean they talk during the whole blowjob while they're doing in, in Eastern Queens? That, that, that's well. Sorry. We're we're not trying to put anybody in the mind of, of uh, Vicky Palladino. Oh, no. Get performing oral sex on anyone? No, no, no. no that was completely separate. Okay. Was completely, hold on, hold on. I said we're not doing that. Okay, 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 Vicky. One of the oh, things yes. about the GOP is that I'm a little off color and they have a little problem with that, I guess. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. I'm a little too blunt and they may have a little problem with that, too. A little so too real for them. A little too real, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Take the rhinos okay. back to the zoo. That's exactly right. Take the rhinos back to the zoo, but I'm no oh. rhino. No, she's a Republican in name and in, in deed. Right. I'm no and, rhino. Uh, I'll call them out, I'll call it as I see it. And whoever doesn't like it, too goddamn bad. Balls and strikes. Wow, well, I, I, I think that should be your campaign slogan. <laughs> you know what? If they let me put it on a bumper sticker? Just the end of it. Vicky Palladino, too goddamn bad. <laughs> Vicky Palladino, everybody. Thank you. Amazing. What an incredible job. Great work, great work. Isn't she the best? She is the best. How could there possibly be anybody running for state senate that's better than that? Uh, she's definitely better than Abella. Yeah. I would say. So. I, I say she's better than. Uh, she's better than us. Okay. I have to go entertain the people for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then we'll do this again. So, uh, how about how about I have to set Baron, everybody?
Does this uh, does this one work? Uh, does it work? Yeah. yeah. I can't. Honestly, can't tell. It used to be a time I could go. What? Is it vibrating? Is it vibrating? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't checked it since I've been on stage, but it might be. I don't. Uh, I don't normally vibrate until I'm about to come. <laughs> Take that crowd. <laughs> Stand up portion of the show. Uh, well, uh, my wife uh, couldn't be here tonight because she didn't want to come. <laughs> uh, she had other stuff to do, like, uh, you know, nothing. She's, my wife's doing nothing. Uh, but she's, uh, uh, you know, my wife, if you, you guys know uh, the news for Mandy Sandler, uh, she's a. She's gigantic. She's really gigantic. She's, uh, she's. She, I, I might have mentioned that she threw an air conditioner at me one time. That's how big she is. Uh, and, and she burned it in too. What do I? I look like I just lost my job, don't I? I feel like. You know what I feel like? I feel like a like a middle school assistant principal. Is what I feel like. like that look. We have so many people here from the Proud Boys that's out tonight. We have Proud Boys. Best people in the world. Finest Americans that the money can buy. And uh, yeah, see, did you guys see Milo got thrown out of that bar? He didn't get thrown out, he got jeered out of a bar. So you guys need to make sure that doesn't happen. You should be following him around. No matter how much he tells you to stop. Conservatism has changed a lot, hasn't it? Conserv conservatism? Has it changed a lot? We have, I mean, he's a conservative icon, Milo. He's gay, sucks black dick. <laughs> he's from England. When would that be? Imagine that during the Reagan era, that would be a conservative icon. Our gays are more fun than the left. <laughs> are so much better than their gays. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to the leftist gays here. I want it to be an equal opportunity show. You need to learn right. how to have fun. <laughs> Take that, leftist gays. <laughs> We're dishing it out tonight. We're dumping all over everybody. I have a phone. Look at that. All right, well, I'm going to tell one more joke and uh, see if I can get a laugh on it. And, uh, and then I'm gonna introduce a guy who, let me explain something to you. This guy has, has uh, so much experience doing comedy that uh, you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna definitely perceive it. You're gonna be like, damn, that's an experienced comic. His shirt might be tucked in. Uh, he's, uh, he's gonna be sharp, sharp, Lauren. No, 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 no. Okay, he's gonna suck. <laughs> Weird happened over her name. <laughs> she made out like I'm the asshole. <laughs> so I've been drinking a lot of pineapple juice lately. I think you know what that's for. <laughs> if you don't, it's, if you don't know, it's supposed to make your semen taste better. <laughs> I gotta tell you, so far, I can't tell the difference. Oh, am I Hawaiian on my pizza? Kidding about that, I would never have pineapple on my pizza. Let's get it. You guys, prepare to enjoy the comedy of another stand up comedian at this time? Yes, great. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. You left to ask us twice, motherfucker. Are you guys ready for your next comic? Come on, everybody.
you know. Might send you a dollar if you send me 80 emails asking for a dollar. That's what I'm getting from Trump now. Email after email asking for a dollar. What the fuck does that guy need a dollar for? What's going on? It's nice to sit in the back knowing I was gonna come up and do stand up and you guys are all cheering for 25 year olds who are having sex with 18 year olds and talking about throwing each other in the river and booing Antifa and just, all right, yeah, my shit's gonna go over. That's all I was thinking the whole time. It would be magic. Uh, New York City Crime Report. How about it for Pat, everybody? Come on. one of my weirdest friends, Pat. So I never call him anything but Pat. That's like it. Very weird. I've never actually been the victim of a crime. Anybody, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Did Pat already ask that? Have you been the victim of a crime? I mean, I don't want to get into any nasty, horrible, okay. Wait, somebody raised their hand back there? I can't see you. Don't, don't raise your hand. Right. Yeah, oh yeah? What, what happened to you, man? I was in Chicago. And Chicago. And I'm sorry, you're what? They took the GPS, they broke into the car. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anybody been murdered or anything like that? Talk about the little eyes, like, oh, somebody put the little leather thing that goes on my steering wheel. Book it! Just fucking hot as shit when I get in the car now. I can't even put my hands on the wheel. It'll wait like three minutes before I drive away. I used to live in New York. I had a car in New York, like in the eight, in the late '80s, when you had to put like no radio on that. You had to put a sign. You couldn't even have a nice no radio sign. Do you remember, does anybody remember that? I do. You do. Yes, I do. You couldn't have a nice no radio. Yes, break into steal your no radio sign. You see in somebody else's cars. What the fuck? My nice no radio sign. Had it printed up and everything. Kinkos. I don't, did they have that back then? I don't even know. Right now, I just I live on the in Midtown East, a, 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 a business. Like a, a business just went, like closed down um, near my apartment. And uh, so there's, uh, uh, maybe you can do something about it. There's a, uh, uh, there's a sign in there that says, uh, says for lease, which uh, in Manhattan is just another way of saying Citibank coming soon. <laughs> yeah. Or somehow a nail salon. I don't know how the fuck that happens. Everything's either a Citibank or a nail salon. How, how do nail salons afford the same rent as Citibank? They're the only ones that can fit the, or fill the empty spaces. Walk down in Manhattan, and I was like, Citibank, nail salon, Citibank, nail salon, Citibank, you know, Chipotle. Hey, they're mixing it up. I have never, um, actually had my car stolen once. And it was a, it was a, it was a, not at the time, this is seem older now, this was in the late 80s, it was still like a 1982 Chevy Chevette. Somebody stole that off the street. And, uh, and I was really just like, wow, thank you. That was, <laughs> I thought I was gonna have to try to get rid of this thing somehow. I had no idea what I was gonna do. Just, Jesus Christ, about fucking time. I'm leaving the door open. I left it running for crying out loud. What are you doing? Please take my radio. They took the car and left the radio. The radio was sitting there. Said no car, no car attached to radio. Had a sign on there so that they wouldn't take the radio. I um ah uh, the crime thing. I had I had somebody threaten me recently, which was weird. Threats are weird, you know, because it's really just more like a warning. You know? I'm gonna kick your ass. I'm gonna kick your ass. So I'm sorry. What am I not? Not that I was in the middle of anything, but you were saying. <laughs> a nice way to warn somebody, is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. Almost right after I said it, too, which is an interesting timing issue. I feel like if we were a team, we'd really be fucking bombing right now. As it is, it's just me bombing, really, but uh, you're off the hook, because you're in the dark, nobody can see you. I have a light in my face, and you're doing lines I've already done, but you're listening, kind of, I guess. I guess you missed that last line, so you repeated it. In your head, you're like, I'm gonna do a line now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't, I don't mean to get in a fight with anybody who's voted for Trump. But, um, really don't wanna do that. Anyway, yeah, but you're right. 
it's not, it's a threat. It's weird. It's a warning. It's just a warning. Just, I'm going to kick your ass. Look, I said, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm like, what? Thanks for letting me know. And, you know I'm going to get in a cab and drive away from here right now. I'm gonna do. Based entirely on the information you've given me. <laughs> when exactly did kick your ass become like the go-to phrase for getting beat up? Anyway, how is that? You see that man kicked his ass. Oh, I must have missed that part. I saw him punch him in the face. That looked like it hurt. <laughs> Seems like getting your ass kicked would be like uh, uh, preferable. I know if somebody was punching me in the face, I'd be like, hey, would you mind kicking my ass for a little while? <laughs> this kind of hurts right now. <laughs> Pat, I don't know if there's a lighter in there. I don't know how long I've been up here. Uh, I, I can stop now. It's going pretty well. Uh, yeah, I, I, I figured that was your closer. Uh, yeah, I kind of saw like a shady figure coming towards me, and I didn't know if I was about to die or my set was over. It's, believe it or not, a similar feeling. <laughs> Hey, what did I tell you? All professional, all the way. Uh, and it's, uh, it's good to have you here. Hey, hello, hello. I, I remember, uh, no, this is the one that's, uh, that's recording, and this is uh, doing the other thing. Sorry about that. I feel like I've made it awkward. Oh, yeah? Okay. Uh, now, uh, JR, you... Uh, did Letterman one time. I remember watching it. Yeah, and, and you, uh, this was in the 90s. You were wearing a suit. I was wearing a suit. A little bit, a little bit roomy, the suit. You looked like Diane Keaton. <laughs> she makes it. Thank you. But, uh, you know, that, that would serve you well. That's a good look. <laughs> it's, it's an enduring look, yeah, for sure. I don't know if anybody, if you would say, like, you look like Diane Keaton, everybody would be like, fuck you! <laughs> I don't think I would. I'll take that, Diane Keaton. Yeah, why not? Uh, have, have you uh, heard about this uh, Nexium cult? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, have you tried to join? Because I'm trying to find. No, I can't. I'm not a gullible woman. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Uh, that seems to help, doesn't it? They become sex slaves. Allison Mack, she's a big time actress for Smallville. Big time, big time actress, yes. She was once a big time actress. Uh, Maybe she is. I don't know. I've never seen Smallville. I've never saw Smallville either. I think she plays uh, Brenda Small. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's her town. It's her it's, fucking town. It surrounds her ville. And uh, she was uh, certainly uh, attractive, you know, in court the other day. I know a lot of people wanted to bang her. Uh, That's important. But she is a sex slave for, for you know, reindeer now. Was she a sex slave? No, she's a, well, she may have started that way, but she's like a lieutenant. She worked up. Right. She's a, she's a lieutenant. She's like drafting them, you know? She's getting them in there saying like, oh, you seem like... You know, you need to improve your life. Right. Um, How fast do you run the 40? Yeah. Not fast enough. Right. And, and that's what she wants to know. And, she, yeah. like, uh, and, and she's recruiting, you say? Yeah, for, yeah, she's... Uh, well, I don't... I, as, as much as I read, she was not... Uh, um, I, don't, I don't know how they went about convincing people to go there, but I think it was for... It was mainly for women. They were kind of like getting them to come in here because they were going to um, improve their lives. You know, it was uh, women who were not feeling. Does anybody know this better? Than no, I mean the no, thing is, no, you nailed it. And and really, uh, it's amazing to me that they're able to find an, enough gullible women uh, right there in Brooklyn, right there. <laughs> enough gullible young women who will be in a sex cult right there in in violent Brooklyn, uh, where uh, yeah, that, that's uh, they're, they're they're looking for something, don't you feel? It's a lot of young people there. They're looking for a way to live that doesn't involve work, you know. Uh, but, but, and yet they're willing to become slaves. I don't understand it. Well, Pat, it's called Amway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a pyramid scheme. Well, that's what they say. Yeah, that's what it says, a pyramid scheme. But that's what pyramid scheme, I hear that, I think it's more like Amway or something. This is like a sex cult. It's more like a centipede scheme. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, yes, I did write that one on the way down here. That was... I'm not going to pretend that one just came out. I set it up and everything, didn't I? It was like painfully obvious, so I'm just letting on, but wow. I thought it was funny when I thought of it, so I I'd, I'd share it with you guys. That's what we're doing. I didn't think it was quite funny enough to be that obviously written, oh. but, uh, <laughs> but no, but it was strong as hell. It was strong. You know, I just, I, I, it's in the, it was in the moment strong. You know? Pat is classifying my jokes as decent afterthoughts. Yeah. I appreciate that. It was <laughs> that was the name of your second album. Yeah. <laughs> be the follow-up, yeah. <laughs>
second album. Let's see, that, that was very important for that joke that you said, second album. Right? Exactly, yeah, so I just went with an impulse. Yeah, we're teaching a class right now, right? Right, now, if you'd like to join our comedy cult, no sex slavery is... Now, I, people are so against slavery now, you know? Like it was, there was a teacher. He says begrudgingly. I mean, it's just, it's, it is a shame. Uh, that there, I mean, but there was a teacher who got fired because uh, he required, as is in the textbook, there's like a workbook, and it says uh, he wanted his students, uh, I guess they were in eighth grade or something, list the positives and negatives about slavery. <laughs> fired. Fired for? Fired for that. For, just because there's the implication there that some things about slavery are good, you know. Well, like, reparations. Well, that's a good. That that's true. Reparations are good. For the own, for the owners. For the, yeah. Certainly good for them. I'm not saying I'm on their side, but they, they got a lot of work. To do. Look, I mean, they got a lot of work to do out there outside, or they can have pancakes, you know. With slavery, they get pancakes. Look, I'm not. Again, cannot emphasize enough how anti-slavery this show is. Uh, it, our sponsor tonight is uh, some, I don't know, whatever, but uh, we, uh, we, we are against slavery and, uh, and sex slavery included. I'm not down with this next team called. I've heard some of my friends have said, now, wait a second. They were asked to come in. They were told the deal. They gave collateral. They gave new. Have, have you explained? Have you explained for those people who might not know what this is? What this is? I don't know that I really explained. Okay, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. They might not know. Nexium is a sex cult. No, I, is it? Nexium is like a sleeping pill. <laughs> Am I pronouncing it wrong? Yeah. What is that? Ajuda is a thing. I thought it was just like what you have after you get eat a bagel. Ask your doctor if Nexium's right for you. They both require a bed. It might not be a bad idea to take a lot of the sleeping drug before you participate well, in no, the sex. No, no, no. Apparently, Nexium is for Agita, whatever that is. And but, but Agatha, Agatha Christie. You read it? Spatula? Spatula? Is that what you're saying? What are you saying? Agita. Agita. I'm just, you understand, we're just trying to get you to have it right now, is what we're doing. Anybody? Angela? It's Italian for Harvard. Yeah. 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 That's because she knows because her in-laws are in the bottom. Right, right. I just noticed you and your sister both have uh, the uh, turtlenecks on. You both have white turtlenecks. Did you plan that? She didn't even know I was coming, I said. You guys oh, you surprised her. Yeah. Is this a cult, right? It's a cult. <laughs> is this some kind of Italian lady cult? They don't think anything to keep me out of office, so maybe it is a cult. Oh, well, I, if it's a cult, I am joining in November. It's the turtleneck just to hide the double chin cult. Wow, you really outed yourself there, didn't you? Double chin cult. Yeah, you were saying, uh, JR. I'm sorry, I interrupted you because you kept saying Nexium, and I kind of felt... It's spelled a little weird. I mean, why you were talking about a little purple pill, I think. Isn't it called Nexium? Am I getting that wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's spelled N-X-I-V-M. Well, but I don't know if it's called N-X-I-V-M. I think that's what it's... I think it might be called. So I, I, no, it's I called, called Nexium. It's called a, that's what the cult is called? I, yeah, we've researched it a little. Uh, <laughs> well, you can't put N-X-I-V-M into the computer and have it tell you how it's pronounced. Well, you can't fucking have a sex slavery cult and get away with it either, but it's happening. <laughs> Like, they're breaking all the rules. Wow. <laughs> he was arrested in Mexico. Yeah, he was. He was arrested in Mexico. So this, so this guy, this guy, he was, he was basically like a, uh, like an executive recruiter kind of thing, is what he was. He was, he, he was the, yeah, he was the, what's known as the cult leader. Right. Right. Well, I mean, he like recruited, he recruited people, and he would train them to like in, improve their lives, la 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 la, and then he would. You know, get blindfold them and, and sear his his initials into their leg, in which their, is usually the next step. Into yeah. the pubic area. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, right into the pubic area. Uh, now, I, I I don't know anybody who's ever had a brand on their pubic area. I don't think. I've certainly never had sex with such a person. And if I did, I, I would never do it again. I would only do it once. If I found that, you would have to. When you saw it, you'd have to ask. I'd say, whose initials are these? 
Yeah. <laughs> Who is Satan? Exactly. What would I want to know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he was caught. He was caught in Mexico, right? In which, which, so uh, maybe I don't know if he was trying to get away or down there recruiting. He was in a ten thousand dollar a week villa. So money, not an issue. No. They're financed by the Seagram's heiress. But I mean, like, he's already got people doing it here for fucking free slaves. What, I mean, could he even get cheaper in Mexico? No. I don't think he could get cheaper. No, I don't think he was down there recruiting. He was down there, like, running away. He was, he was on the lamb. He was on the lamb. On the lamb. Oh, he was on the lamb. Nice. Seth, he was on the lamb. It is trying to get away from everybody, trying to get away from the authorities. Now, she's been indicted, too, now, Allison Mack, as a high-ranking slave. Yeah, yeah. High ranking. A house slave, yeah, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, you know, I don't know about this cult, Pat, because it said that Catherine Oxenberg's daughter. Yes, is India. In her name's India. But she, God bless her. She works like downtown, like in a health food restaurant, like schlepping things. Does she now have the, the basement? Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's bringing food to vegans. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, Which is another kind of slavery, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's like a double slave. Yeah, double slave. She's a glutton for punishment. A waitress and a sex slave. Yeah, she's, she's, she's serving like... She's serving kale salads and going, oh, God, what I wouldn't give for somebody to sear their letters, their, their fucking initials into my life. She's like, oh, you know, uh, I'm only a waitress for now. You know, my real thing, sex slavery. Sex slave. <laughs> my real job is being a sex slave. See Betty over there? She's a sex slave. We're all sex slaves. We're getting together and doing some sex slave stuff. Hey, at least, at least we're having fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, this isn't a wait, wait, Where am I hearing that voice from? Was it up at the booth? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the booth. Oh shit! Is that who I think it is? Is it Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, this is uh, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> but not the over-the-top. I'm Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> right, you're more of a sedate, realistic Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, a more realistic version of the Seinfeld that you heard. So this lady, she's a waitress and a sex slave, she must get double the tips. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funnier when Jerry Seinfeld said that. You know? <laughs> well, thanks for chiming in with that. <laughs> Not a minute too soon. Um, so uh, we we may have we may have some more discussion of uh, of the sex slavery stuff later. Uh, it's going over so well now; uh, it, it becomes like that that topic you're reluctant to drop. But however, uh, it is time to do that because we have another guest coming up who uh, will will uh, probably polarize the, the room a little bit. Um, uh, I've, I've seen this guy work before. He's, he's one of the most hilarious guys I know. There's a little, uh, there's a bit of an intersectional thing going on. So like we decided to make a concession to that. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, yeah. You're yeah, you, yeah, you, you just slide down the, uh, the couch. And, uh, <laughs> and like something you tell a sex slave. All right. Uh, oh, and and and, uh, and the talking mic. Put the talking mic up. Right. Jr. Have one, everybody. Jr. Have one. And uh, as I said, uh, we are thrilled and excited at this time uh, to welcome to the stage our next guest. We can hang out for this. Uh, this is really. Oh yeah. You got to watch here. Yeah. That's uh, she brought her box turtle with her. Hey, fella. So weird. You bring that with you. Uh, please welcome to the stage. Uh, with, with a very strong round of applause because we'll let him know he's welcome. Put your hands together uh, for Isis Faggot, everybody. Isis Faggot.
a huge support of yours. I love when you're yelling in there and you say, give us our clitoris back. Uh, <laughs> it's not what you said, but that's what I hear. And uh, it's great to be here. I haven't seen you in a while, Pat. I was in, uh, I was in Canada renting the truck and driving over people. And also, I was, I'm doing stand-up comedy a lot more. Yeah, stand-up. Yes. Great. It's a dying art form because the PC SJW faggots are coming for us, and you have to be very aware. So uh, I'm very excited to stand up for freedom of speech, and also uh, I've been crushing pussy like crazy. <laughs> I've been crushing it like one of, uh, one of my last little rendezvous that I had. As I went to a straight nightclub the other night downtown called the Boiler Room, and. What's that? That's a gay club. No, there was a lot of guys there looking for pussy. I know that there was a straight club. Wait, wait, wait. Pussy? Where would the pussy be located? Well, they keep the pussy in back of them, so it's safe. That's an asshole. No, it was pussy in the back of a man. I know for sure because I'm very certain. Well, wait, how big is the pussy in the front then? Well, in the front, it was crazy because it was about, it's a pussy, you know how you measure a vagina. It was about eight and a half rock hard. No, I know it's not in this because the lower part, the lower labia, you know the part with the testicles in it? That part was there and I put that in my mouth as well. No, I know it's a pussy because when I made her orgasm, she squirted white and it tasted like bleach and white sauce. That's a pussy. So I've been crushing that puss all over the streets and I also I had a Me Too moment. Uh, I woke up the other day and my pressure cooker was gone. And, and I was like, me too. I don't know if it's the same thing, but I hashtagged it and I said, time's up. Because we're going to find the people that took my pressure cooker. And, and it was, all the meal was almost ready. I was preparing a whole bunch of nails and glass and it's going to be ready to go off. This is a good time. I'm recording a stand-up album. I hope that you all come. It's called Isis Faggot Live from Mecca. And it's either that or Isis Faggot, I hope I bomb. One of those two things. One of those. This is great. You have the Proud Boys here, too. That I was in Toronto. Many of them came out to my show. And the protesters were supposed to come. But the Proud Boys went outside and put polo shirts on them. And they ran out. <laughs> When they see people that are well dressed with a Fred Perry shirt, they're very confused. They go, we should hate them, but they seem elegant. They don't know what they're doing. They smell nice too. They're very nice people. Yeah. Big fan of Gavin Mechanist. You know him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gavin Mechanist. Anyways, what's going on? Hi, Seth. How are you? Could you look more confused than Jewish? Just <laughs> sitting there with that schnoz like you're waiting to be led onto a train or something. If he was in your district, you wouldn't win because he controls the weather. You know that. The Jews control the weather. He sneezes, it rains all over Queens. It's a good crowd. I thought some of my beard is on my fingers. So what's going on? Well, I'm just happy to have you here, man. <laughs> Uh, 
wanted to be shiver when I came in, guns are blazing. Orlando, right? Yeah. 2015 or 16. Yeah, when was it? Do you know? You remember? When did I go shoot up that nightclub? Uh, it was uh, two, it was uh, 2016. Uh, I think it was about. April. Yeah, what happened was at 11.59, everyone's like, this is the best night of my life. At 12.01, bang, 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 everybody horrible, we should have called our parents. Yeah. And that's what happened. He did the nightclub shooting, yeah. Yes, thank you. Oh, we lost him on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know in... <laughs> what? Last place I saw that many people was September 11th on the 248th floor. <laughs> Steve Ranazizi. And... <laughs> yeah. not, not a lot of people can get a positive shit like that. No. You have a talent. Thank you. It's good to be here. I'm so supportive of you. I went to, I went to the wind and got to tell the mayor where to shove his dick. Would you tell him that if you saw him again? If I saw him again? Yes. I'll tell him whatever I can. She's a ballsy woman. I love her. She's married, huh? Yeah. Do you know in my country you would go for many goats? <laughs> many, because you have a mind. We wouldn't silence you. You would be like a princess or queen. Nice to make options, huh? Yeah. She's married already. And you know her son as well, right? I do. Very Tom nice. is a great guy. Yeah. yeah. Talented guy. Like if I watch her video many times, then once with my pants on. Yeah. <laughs> after your nap, right? Yeah. Yes, I sleep after I Did you get a donation yet? No, yesterday I donated to the United Negro College Fund. Uh, I sent them 14 cents. And I'm hoping that sends many people to colleges. Mine is a terrible thing to waste. Yes. And uh, I'd love to donate. What's your website? Actually, I should just say vickypaladino.com. Youporn.ca. Vickypaladino.com. Yeah, go there. Yeah. We should close strong and then the other. And then, and then do something else. Yes. Yeah, so. Look at Big A. He's over there. Look at him transitioning so smoothly to a beautiful young lady. His hair is longer. His breasts are supple. That laugh is what Bill Cosby called consent. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Yeah. Why not? I suspect everybody. I suspect. Of course, in case you don't know, Aaron Berg, everybody. Aaron Berg, brilliant Aaron Berg. Yeah, even Aaron Berg was supposed to be here, but ISIS bag again. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, all right, how about a crime? A man uh, on the Upper East Side facing 10 years in state prison for raping a woman while she slept over at a friend's house on the Upper East Side. Uh, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office announced. The guy's name is, uh, he's 23-year-old George Fay. Sentenced Tuesday to 10 years in prison. My goodness, five years of supervised release. Why can't they just do the whole thing in supervised release? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. I mean, you know, like if, if that's so safe, why not just do it that way? He's going to be more dangerous when he gets out of prison, this rapist. Well, you know, supervised release, a lot of people say that's what being in prison is like. Supervised release? Well, you know, when you're like... It's like supervised catch. It's supervised... It's You're a resident there, right? Usually, they still do that? Where? In, prison? in New York, they still keep you there, right? They keep you in prison. They don't let you leave. Right. Until you go out for supervised release after 10 years. He was convicted on charge of first degree rape. You guys are probably wondering how this happened, right? Because how can somebody be raped while they sleep? <laughs> they wake up, you know, is what happens. They wake up. He was convicted on charge of first degree rape, criminal sex act, and sexual abuse in February. What he did was in July. He raped a 20-year-old woman while she was sleeping. She was sleeping over uh, at an apartment where, where Faye and a friend were staying. The woman fell asleep in a bedroom next to the friend. Basically what happened, she was on the bottom bunk with another dude that I think she'd been fooling around with. 
And then he's, uh, this guy comes along and goes, well, they were fooling around earlier. Maybe I can do some of this. Oh. And uh, so he puts his dick in her mouth uh, while she's sleeping. And, uh, and she woke up and she was into it, you know. Oh, okay. She was into it when she woke up. But she thought it was the other guy. Oh. In her hazy, sleepy state. That's like the, in the Canterbury Tales. Yeah, I often think of Chaucer when I hear things like this. Uh, wait, uh, <laughs> which was it like the, the sleepy dick sucker's tale? I mean, which one? Was, uh, the rapist's tale? Uh, he preyed upon the vulnerability of a sleeping woman who thought she was safe inside an apartment with a friend. That's according to Cyrus Vance. Cyrus Vance, does, he, he pretty much does not tolerate rape, does he? No, no, no. Unless it's done by uh, Harvey Weinstein. Then he tolerates it quite a bit. Yeah. Then it's okay. Then it's fine. You can ignore it. You, you, he's a donor. Yeah. Uh, instead, uh, she woke up to find she was being raped by a complete stranger. Uh, now, uh, but hold on a second. So yes. was she being... I mean, I think she was into it. Right. Uh, but it doesn't matter. She was into it with another guy. She was into it with another guy. And then when he did it, right. it was similar enough. To where she didn't know. Wasn't there a movie in the 80s like this, Pat? Like 16 Candles or something? This type of plot happen? That's right. The nerd fucked a sleeping girl who was uh, dating the jock or something. Yeah, and then everybody was like, yeah, he got in. That's great. Things sure have changed, haven't they? <laughs> Seems that way. They wouldn't have celebrated a 10-year prison sentence like that. <laughs> no. Like, that's great. He's going to jail. Well, you know, we have a saying... Uh, Robbery, murder, right? Hilarious. Uh, but uh, That one didn't go over so this, Well, so far, yeah, they're not as into the rape thing. You're right. If we're going to analyze their emotions now. <laughs> what do you say? What was that? Yeah, rape. Don't know what that is. Yeah, what? Yeah, rape. Oh, yeah, rape. Yeah, rape. <laughs> Look, we're not a, we're not pro rape. I can't believe we have to say this. It's not pro slavery, not pro rape. I, I think we've got a bad rap. <laughs> got a bad rap. All right. So this guy, the victim uh, testifying. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna read this. Now maybe you disagree with the assessment that she was into it. Well, at least these women are having a good time. <laughs> you know why they're having so much fun? Not paying attention to the show. I'll do it every time. It, it, <laughs> I don't recommend anybody else do this, uh, but it's working for them. He faced up. He faced up to 25 years. He could have gotten 25 on each of those high counts. Uh, Faye was staying in the apartment. He snuck into the bedroom uh, on, onto the bottom mattress of a bunk bed shared by the victim and Faye's passed out pal after a night of drinking. Took advantage of her around 5.30 a.m. An hour later, uh, he'd been, he, see, he'd been scouring Backpage uh, for escorts. You know, he made nine calls to prostitutes without hiring one. Oh boy. He, must, he, he must have a lot of game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You mean because he struggles with hiring a prostitute? On that page, yeah. Yeah. Nine of them he called. And they're like, what are you, a cop? Click. I mean, for Christ's sake. How hard is it to hire a prostitute uh, off a of back page? Big A? <laughs> <laughs> the victim testified that she, quote, thought I was dreaming as Faye penetrated her mouth. Uh, did anybody ever dream like that? Yeah, it's very realistic, isn't it? Like, I, I dreamed I was sucking a dick, and then I woke up, I was sucking a dick. Weird as shit. She was horrified to wake up and learn it was actually a total stranger. My eyes weren't open, so I didn't understand what was happening. Her eyes were open, so she didn't, they were, her eyes weren't open, so she didn't understand what was happening. Is, is that true? If your eyes are closed, you don't know there's a dick in your mouth? Yeah. She must okay. have Maybe she was having a dream about being a baby. Maybe she was having a dream about going out and getting a criff dog. Uh, little reference there. I thought you might get a kick out of it. Uh, all right. Well, here's what we're going to do. We have a female comedian who's going to come to the stage now and make all this okay. 
because let me tell you something. She's young, she's bright, she's a breath of fresh air, and I know you're gonna all enjoy her. Uh, and, and, but let her know there's some enthusiasm in the room uh, because like, she has no connection with us personally. You know what I mean? We're scumbags, she's great. Okay, uh, put your hands together for Chloe LeBranch, everybody. Chloe LeBranch. about sweating through silk. show up, guess who's stripping? Our other cousin. It's <laughs> like, whoa, is she still a stripper? And he's like, no, no, she's in prison for murder. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, was it a bad? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, no, 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 relax, relax. Wasn't like a bad murder. <laughs> I was like, go on. And he was like, she was driving drunk and she hit somebody. I was like, it sounds pretty bad. <laughs> He's like, EMT shows up, first respondent. 
our other cousin. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and so I'm just like, we're probably going to get married. Like, this guy really opened up, you know. <laughs> so I asked him, I, I'm sitting across from him, I'm just like, still playing it cool. And I'm just like, hey, like, am I your girlfriend? <laughs> He's just like, not baby. You're more than that. You're like a cousin. So that didn't work out. Um, I didn't work out, but I do have an ex-boyfriend, obviously, because I get dumped a lot. And so, so, so I have this ex-boyfriend, and uh, you know, when you have an ex-boyfriend, it's like you just text them a lot until they block you. And so, <laughs> no, no, true, right, true. Yeah. I'm still blocked. It's been a year. And uh, so, so, so I texted him one day, and I just said, "Hey, uh, I- I'm doing great." <laughs> If you ever text someone unprompted, you're doing great. You're probably not doing great. <laughs> a couple hours go by, he doesn't answer, so I text him again, and I'm like, hey, like, I don't know if you got this from my last text, but like, I'm actually not doing great. Um, <laughs> kind of having a panic attack. <laughs> he doesn't answer. Three days go by. Three more days of him not answering, and then he responds, and he goes, don't worry, Chloe. Don't have a panic attack. I'm always here. Three days later, fuck! <laughs> like, it doesn't work like that, you know? That's not how it works. That's not how phones work. <laughs> That's like if your car breaks down and you text someone, you're like, hey, my car just broke down. I really need a ride. And they're like, they wait three days. And then they text, they're like, hey, yo, yeah, where do we pick you up? It's like, no. <laughs> no, I just walked five miles in the rain and I blew a truck driver. <laughs> like, I'm not crazy, but I figured it out. <laughs> fuck! like, Chloe, why aren't you married? When I was your age, I was married. And I was just like, bitch. <laughs> no, it was pussy in the back of a man. I know for sure because I, I am very certain. Is it over?